If this podcast brings up any difficult emotions for you, please reach out to someone you can talk to or call Lifeline on 13114 or the Beyond Blue support service on 1300 224636 at any time. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and welcome back to the I Farm Well podcast. Over the last six episodes, we've learned a lot, haven't we? I know I have, and hopefully you have too. In the next couple of episodes, we're going to start tying all the things we've learned together. This will help ensure you can use the tools to cope effectively with life's challenges and get the most out of every day well into the future. But before we do that, let's have another listen to Kim, the grain and sheep farmer you've heard from throughout this series. Kim's had a pretty rough trot over the last couple of decades. Death, drought, divorce and also losing part of the farm have all made life pretty tough on him. But by implementing some of the strategies we've talked about in this podcast, he now has a much more positive outlook on life and is much more productive on the farm. Here's Kim again. Look, I I know that's the identity. It's in the identity of a farmer to feel as though he's tough, resilient, and I can handle anything that's thrown at me and look at what I've done and all that sort of stuff. But the fact is that any person put in the wrong situation has got a cracking point. Some people will reach that cracking point quicker than others. But it's important to realise that when you do get to that stage, you're not on your own. There are other people that have been in your position. There's things that you can do about it. There have been a number of times when, when you do contemplate suicide you you get up in the morning and you really don't want to go on it's natural for you to feel like that you can't be down on yourself it's natural the question is what do you do when you get in that in that situation of feeling that way and you've got to be prepared in my case I would think of my five beautiful kids and what it would be like for them not to have a father and that was enough I, I wouldn't care about myself but I did care about them but there is always a reason that you know if it's not you your children, it's someone that you love or, you know, if you won't do it for yourself, do it for them. And, and if you look hard enough and you even find someone to talk to, there's plenty of people nowadays that have been really open about their depression experience, have a talk to them. There's always a way. And uh, the trouble is that when those sort of things happen, people get themselves into the corner that they think they can't get out of, but it's actually an illusion. It's not true. You can get out of it. You All you have to do is make the move. Thanks, Kim. That's pretty sobering stuff. He makes some really good points, doesn't he? If you or someone you know is really struggling and perhaps having thoughts of suicide, it's important to remember that help is available and things will get better. Here's a bit more from Kim on what he's done when he faced thoughts like this. Yeah, so if if I'm feeling down now, and you're getting up on your own and you think, well, you know, what's the use or whatever. I'm really lucky that I've got a mate that I can ring up and he's had uh, the same sort of experience as me, probably even worse. And, uh, and I know I can ring him up at any hour of the day or night and, uh, and I'll unload on him and he'll say, yep, I know exactly how I feel. I felt the same way and we have a really good chat and all we have to do is talk about the problem. We don't have to solve anything, it's just talking about it and that's enough to make me feel a lot better that someone cares. We all need a mate like that, don't we? He's right also about not having to solve anything. They just really need to listen. 
Perhaps just take a few seconds to think about someone you could call if you were feeling really down, overwhelmed, or perhaps even had thoughts of suicide. Or maybe you would call Lifeline on 13114. Or the Beyond Blue Support Service on 1300 224636. And also there's the Suicide Callback Service on 1300 659467. You can also find all of these numbers on the iFarmWell website under the heading of What to Do in a Crisis or by searching for them in Google. As Kim said, feeling really down and overwhelmed can happen to anyone. It's a good idea to save these numbers in your phone. You never know when you or someone you care about might need them. You'll be glad to know that Kim is doing much better these days. He's got some good tools in place and is keen to ensure that other farmers do too. We're really grateful he's taken the time to share his wisdom with us. We're going to try another exercise now, which is designed to help you practice the skills of noticing your thoughts, letting go of the unhelpful ones, and shifting your attention to another place. You might notice your mind getting stuck on thoughts about Kim, for example. That's okay. Just notice it. So, make yourself comfortable. Make sure you're parked up if you're driving or operating machinery. If you can't, that's okay. Pause and come back to this one later. Okay, let's give it a go. Make yourself comfortable and either fix your eyes on a spot or even better, close your eyes. Now, just imagine that you are sitting on the edge of a gently flowing stream. This may be a stream that you have seen in real life, or it might be one that you are just imagining. Now, just imagine that there are leaves floating down that stream. Watch them float on by. Now, for the next few minutes, Take every thought that pops into your head and place it onto a leaf and watch it float on by. Put the thought on a leaf regardless of whether it is positive or negative, painful or pleasurable. Even if the thoughts make you feel really happy, just put them on a leaf and watch them float down that stream. Allow the stream to flow at its own rate. Don't try to speed it up. You are not trying to wash the leaves away. You are just allowing them to come and go in their own time. If your mind says, this is stupid, or I can't do it, just place those thoughts on a leaf too. If a thought gets stuck, just let it hang around. 
don't force it to float away. If a difficult feeling arises, such as impatience or boredom or frustration, simply acknowledge it. Say to yourself, Oh, yeah, there is a feeling of impatience. Or, here is a feeling of boredom. Then place those words on a leaf too and let them float on by. From time to time, your thoughts will hook you and you'll lose track of this exercise. This is normal and natural and it will keep happening. As soon as you realise that it has happened, just gently acknowledge that and start the exercise again. Again and again, your thoughts will hook you. This is normal. When this happens, just bring your attention back to the stream and start the exercise again. This is an exercise you can do with or without the recording. When you are ready, open your eyes and bring your attention back to your computer, phone, iPad. How did you go with that? How easy was it for you to notice your thoughts and feelings during the exercise? Could you imagine placing your thoughts on a leaf? and then watching it go downstream. How did it feel when you watched them float off? While we've already talked about plenty of new tools, I'd be very surprised if you still weren't struggling with your thoughts to some degree. You might be struggling to name them, or finding it difficult to let them go and shift your attention to the present. You know what? That's completely okay. It's completely normal. Trust me, this gets easier over time. Our mind is there to produce thoughts. It's what it does. Just like a header exists to harvest crops, or a baler exists to bale hay. It's impossible to stop thoughts. Do you remember the pink sheep from the first episode? But if you can notice your thoughts, remember they are not always true and then use some of the tools we've discussed to help get some distance or perspective on them, you will be in a much stronger position to manage your thoughts and feelings so that they don't control you. The more you try and push your thoughts away, the more likely you are to struggle with them. But you can choose the ones you want to listen to. Think of it like this. When you were a kid, you used to say everything that came into your head. You might have your own kids now that do the same. But as you get older, you learn to be a better communicator and screen what you say before you say it. That doesn't mean the thoughts aren't in your head. It just means you choose not to say them out loud. So to summarise, the tools we've learned during these podcasts... Don't stop your thoughts, but hopefully, with some practice, you will be more aware of your thoughts and you'll have a different perspective on them. Hopefully, you have some distance from them and you have the ability to choose 
whether or not you'll listen to them. Another way to think of your thoughts is as clouds passing by in the sky. You notice them as they come and go. You can be curious about some, and you can let others pass without paying much attention to them. Remember, you are not your thoughts. It's your choice whether you listen to them or act upon them. That's almost it for this episode. In the final episode of the iFarmWell podcast series, we'll be working on bringing all the strategies we've learned together. Until next time, I suggest you have a go at practicing that leaves on the stream exercise and see if it can give you some perspective on your thoughts in the same way that it helped Kim. It would also be a good idea to go away and save at least one emergency number in your phone. Even if it's not for your benefit, it may be really helpful one day to be able to pass on to somebody else. Remember, if you'd like some extra free help to enable you to build these strategies into your life, register to complete the modules and receive text message reminders at ifarmwell.com.au today. I'm Drew Radford, and thanks for listening to the iFarmWell podcast. I hope you can join me next time.